I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. God, eat shit. How's that? Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. Definitely eat shit. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. You can't handle the truth. I can't handle ever getting a good lift on this show. Welcome back to episode 44 of Your List Sucks, uh, Disney Animated Edition. Oh, it's kind of weird that we've never done this episode. Like, I think we've hinted around it, but like never actually officially did this episode. So I'm so glad that this is going to happen. I brought in an eclectic group, I would say. They are at least going to have different opinions. They they vary in age at some point, except two of these people. Um, And I'm just excited to see how this all turns out. First, I'm going to go to the guy on my left Oh, my left here, right? I don't know. Tim Bercala, uh, you've been on the show a couple times. Uh, you've yeah. been well on the show, actually, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. Do you think tonight you're going to you're going to take that first place trophy, or are you going to lose because you have some interesting takes? Um, I have a couple interesting takes, and I think that that will hurt me uh, because I know you, and. Um, but I don't think my list is bad. I just think it's. I think there's one thing that is gonna meh, piss people off, but that's fine. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't think I'm winning this one unless uh, you feel very generous tonight. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, the pain in my my rear end. Uh, child still up. Had to be a little nicer. Um, Caleb Boltman, I work with you all the time now. Uh, by unforeseen circumstances uh, a lot closer than I ever wanted to, but I put you on the show because I apparently hate myself. Uh, why do you think you're going to have the best list? Um, I don't, I, at least according to you, uh, because I am self-aware uh, and I'm honest. Um, but I think my tastes are always either a little bit too old or a little bit too young. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see tonight. Nazario. Um, the um, oldest one on the panel. So you grew up with a lot of these movies that are out of the 2000s. Uh, you were older when you saw them. So do you feel like you'll have the best list or do you think me being younger than you is going to hurt your chances of winning this list? I was a teenager during the Renaissance and you guys grew up with Meet the Robinsons. So I'm good. Great, great movie. Uh, okay, I grew up with the Renaissance too, so I feel a little bit better. I'm not that young. Um, and then uh, the other member of Team 19, uh, man that would put Leroy and Stitch on the list if he could, but can't because this is only theatrically released. How do you feel like you'll do tonight? Um, I don't think my list is bad. I, I feel very similar to Tim where I'm like, I my list is mine, and I think it's pretty good, but there's one or two things where you're not going to be happy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I haven't been here. I haven't been on this show since the overrated of the two thousands, which can't get any worse than the list on that. <laughs> Not my yeah. list, but Ryan's list. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like this is a topic that I didn't realize how passionate I was about it until I started getting lists from everybody, and then fumes started shooting out of my head. So <laughs> the order I didn't talk about this, but you're going to learn on the fly. I'm going to start with Perkala. I'm going to go to Holtzman, <coughs> Boatman, Mazzari, okay? So, Tim, give us your 10, 9, 8, and then if, if you have something higher, say yikes. 
So my 10 is Moana. Yikes. All right. My nine is Hercules. All righty then. My eight is Lilo and Stitch. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> okay. So all right. Uh, so, oh, sorry. This is also my nine. Okay. So you'll, Tim will talk about it. You'll talk about it. And I will tell you. And the rest of them can't say anything about it. So cool. Okay, so um, for me, this one is just, like, purely nostalgia. Like, I don't go back to it a lot. Um, but when we do go back to it, Ma Maggie really likes this movie, so we watch it often. But um, when we do go back to it, I do enjoy it. I have fun with it. But it's not one that I'm just, like, always, like, oh, I got to sit down and watch this. I got to watch Hercules. I just it, – it's fun. I like the characters. I like the villain. Um, I like Meg. I think that the characters overall are good. The story is not 100% there, but I think it's a really, really fun Disney movie altogether, though. Kim? Yeah, no, uh, very similar to Tim. I just – I think it's really fun. I think the soundtrack is fantastic, especially the muses are great. Gospel Truth is fantastic. Uh I like the animation. Hades is one of my favorite Disney villains because of all the sass that that man brings to the film. Uh, yeah, I just really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I personally love Hercules. Uh, it would arguably be in my top ten. Uh, near the bottom half, but it would be in my top ten. I think I think villain-hero relationship in this one is, like, normally you... Normally the villains are way better than most times than the heroes in most of these movies because they're just so plot piece moving it along, but the villain's the one that you, like, kind of understand the motives, and I think John Hurt's performance in this is insane as uh, Hades. I think it's overall, I think, yes, is it accurate? No. Absolutely can't be accurate for a Disney movie. I think we covered that in, like, overrated 90s. Um, but it, it can't be accurate, because no one would watch it. Um, by the way, Koho, I'm getting an echo from somebody. I don't know who. But yeah, I don't know who it is. I think it's Nazario. Okay, I don't know who, but somebody lower your speakers or something. Um, yeah, so Hercules, I think, is a fine pass for uh, 10, 9, 8. It's gone now, so whatever that is. Cool. All right, so we're going to go to Cameron. You're 10 and 8. Uh, so, yeah, my 10, I'm getting ready to hear the word, what? yikes. My 10 is Tangled. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, my 9 was Hercules, and my 8 is Wreck-It Ralph. Cool, I'm the only one who has it. Um I, I just really enjoy this movie. I think uh, it pays homage to, like, the classic video games of old and has those great references, but then, like, it takes it further. It's a great story of, like, even if you don't necessarily know your purpose, you do have one and you just need to find it and that, like, you're not necessarily who everyone says that you are. Uh, I think the animation's really good. I think John C. Riley is fantastic. Yeah, it's just a fun time. I really enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph would probably be in the teens um, for me. I really do enjoy the movie a lot. Um, I don't like the second one as much as I like the first one, because I think the first one is, like, I like that original story. Like, you, like it's a cool concept inside the video game. Let Disney tackle that for once, and I thought it was very cool. I think the relationship is the closest with Penelope and Ralph is the closest that we've gotten since, like, Boo and Tully. Like, it's the closest thing I like trying to bring that kind of relationship back. Still works better in Ink, Monsters, Inc., but I think it's a it's a very close second when it comes to that. Um, and I think the, the side characters, like um, Jane Lynch as um, 
I don't think Calhoun. I don't know the kid. Yeah, I think that's like and Felix back and forth. I think that's a funny relationship that they touched on. And they actually had pretty good twist in this movie. I I, I remember watching the first time. I was like, that's creative. I like that. Um, so not a bad choice. Um, a little high, but no big deal with that. All right, boat. Ten. Right. Eight. You haven't said. Have you said a yes yet? So I'm curious. Uh, no, I've had one next. Okay. Well, we'll right. see. So um, my number ten is the sword in the stone. That's a yikes for me, dog. Okay. My number nine is Utopia. Okay. Didn't really expect a yikes. And my number eight is Mulan. Yikes. Uh, so going to talk about Zootopia, a movie I know that Tim, for a fact, hates. Um, I actually think this is like uh, a really clever buddy comedy. I think it's basically Disney doing like a buddy cop film. And I really like that. It's Disney's version of 48 Hours is really what it is. Um, and I really love seeing Disney kind of going into other genres. And I think this really works. There's a lot of like clever jokes going on here. Um, I think uh, the the sloths is a scene we all kind of remember. And I think it's just like a really fun uh, movie at its core with uh, some, you know, some kind of real world parallels and that type of thing. I think it's just overall a really like one of the funnier Disney movies, I'd say. Okay. Um, so this movie has absolutely zero rewatchability for me ever. Um, I thought when the first time I watched it, I was like, this is this world. I think it's so I think it's so cool in animated movies and anything. It's kind of like onward. When they build me a world and I get to spend some time in that world, I absolutely find it so fascinating to start with. But then once you know the secrets of Zootopia and like everything that goes along with it it loses everything for me. Like it doesn't have that same emotional beat. And after, especially Polo Yama, um, how actually kind of not sensitive it is to races in this movie is kind of rough. Uh, after he's told me that numerous times, I can't unsee that anymore. So it's kind of rough to watch it. Um, I just think it has no rewatchability and that's my number one problem with it. I think the world's great. I just, and I think uh, Judy and, um, Nick are fantastic characters. Like I love Jason Bateman. It's just I don't want to revisit it because it loses a lot of mustard. Kind of like a kind of like Inside Out for me. Once I know it, hard to go back into. It. So eh, rough to have it at nine, but not a bad deal. So Nazario. Uh, so it's, let's start with your 1937. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, whatever, whatever movie you picked, it's a nine eight. Okay, my number ten is this is Peter Pan. Nothing. Okay. Uh, my number nine is Robin Hood. And my number eight is Tarzan. Sweet. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to keep going. Quite a bit. I'm going to have to give a public disclaimer. Coho, please stay off screen while he talks about Peter Pan, please. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. He hates this movie like a bad. I love Peter Pan as a concept. I love the book. I love the. I loved it as a kid. I love the novel by J.M. Barry. And I like most of the movies. This is my third Peter Pan-related best film. I really like the 2003 one more, the P.J. Hogan one that is live action. But this one, I actually think it hits most of the beats pretty well. Yes, it has not aged the best. I think it's pretty obvious on that part. But 
this one has a lot of nostalgic value for me. Uh, even though it's, it was made like 40 years before I was born, I still watched it when I was a very early kid, uh, early age kid, and it just got my heart and never let it go because I love the concept. I love Peter Pan and Wendy. So that's it. My number nine, or you want to talk first? I forgot. No, you go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Robin Hood. Uh, this is the opposite for me. I'm not really a Robin Hood guy. I've watched a lot of Robin Hood movies, and honestly, the, the best time I have usually is watching the Mel Brooks parody, One Man in Tights, because it's pretty kind of a goofy character. It's a goofy concept, and if you try to take it seriously, it doesn't really work. So I actually really like the fact that Disney went a completely different way, just making them animals and, and making the whole thing a, an Animal Kingdom thing. And it's... It's funny that he mentions Utopia because a lot of the designs from the animals in Utopia are very similar to the designs in, in, in Robin Hood. And the story itself is one of the first uh, Disney so movies I remember, like memorizing songs from it, even if it wasn't really a musical. The, the whistle stop at the beginning and the funny king of England, uh, things to just stick in your mind. And I really, really loved this movie from when I was a real kid. So, uh, and my number eight is Tarzan. That is... Actually, I think a very underrated film. I feel like a lot of people dismiss it because it was right on the end of the of the Disney Renaissance, and it really, really works. It has really great animation overall. It, it, it makes it it makes Tarzan work in the Disney world, and the Phil Collins soundtrack, although basically it's like a narrated soundtrack, I think for the very most part works with the movie. The only part I really have an issue with is the ending then it's completely the opposite from the original story. And it feels a little like uh, Disney being Disney. But other than that, it's beautifully animated. The surfing on the, on the trees and vines, skating thing is, is great. The animation is awesome. And it has one of the best villain deaths in, in Disney's movies because it's so freaking weird and dark. And I love that. So that's it. All right. So 10, uh, Peter Pan. Um, Better than the Hugh Jackman pan, but uh, not by a huge margin. I still love Hook more as my Peter Pan like kind of like world. Um, I don't care what Chance Ellison says; he can suck an egg. But uh, I think Hook is a grand time. Peter Pan is it doesn't age well. Uh, Coho put it the best thing. Like correction, he doesn't age. It just doesn't age well. It's hard to go back and watch that. Uh, the only person that will watch, run the show and put his own thing on the screen. Um, but um, yeah, it didn't age well. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I think some of the, I think the world's great. I think Captain Hook is like in probably my top 15 villains. I think I love Hook. I think that entire setup with him, I just, there's a lot of rough parts of that movie. Uh, nine, Scully actually hit this one clear on the head. It's super fun. I put it on for my kids the other day, um, and I it's so much that I forget about this movie at times that I absolutely love it. I think the music's great. I think the overall animation is really good for the time period. I think the story is awesome. So I don't actually hate it being your nine. I, it probably wouldn't have made my list just because there's so many, but I actually really enjoy Robin Hood. And let's talk about uh, Phil Collins' the soundtrack. Um, that's basically the, all this movie has for me. I think the story, the plot, everything is very black in this movie. Um, how uh, Brooklyn is one of those people that absolutely, exactly love this movie. I think this movie is a soundtrack and a soundtrack alone. Um, the story is very, like, has sweet moments, but at the end of the day, 
it falls right through because I just don't like the relationship that they set up in this. I think the characters, again, Rosie O'Donnell is, is one of the monkeys always sets me off. It's like, in, it's like a league of their own when she shows up. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Choices. Um, I just don't like this at all um, as a movie. I think the soundtrack's great, but other than that, I don't like the movie. My wife would tell me different than I'm wrong, but uh, I'm right on this one. All right. <laughs> So the gloves come off. Now everybody gets to talk. This is the fun time. Mm. Tim. <laughs> Seven yeah. through four, one at a time. Go ahead. So this is going to be the one that I'm going to get shit on is uh, my seven is Frozen 2. Oof. Yeah, I know. Everyone's going to shit on. So do I go to the next one then, right? Or I talk no, about no this one. No, no one yikes it, so you get to talk about it, and we all get to talk about it. Oh, okay, okay. The fire. So, yeah, no, I, I get it. Everyone's going to say, you know, it's either not as good as the first one or it's not the best, you know, even the best Disney movie of the 2010s. Like, I've heard it all, but I don't know what it is about the movie. I just, like, really fell in love with it the first time I saw it um, back in November. And it's I'm pulling a coho. I'm fully aware I'm pulling a coho, and I'm – putting Spider-Verse at my number two of all time or La La Land is my number one. I'm doing it. Uh, I love the movie. I've seen it eight, nine times at this point. Me and Maggie uh, watch it all the time. And I I just, I love the movie. I love the characters. I get that there's not a villain or whatever. I, that's great. Wait till I'm done talking to put up the comments. Uh, I just know. I just, I love the movie. I don't know what to say. I love the music. It's great. You can all shit on me now. Okay, so I can talk first. Um, Frozen 2, um, again, i got to be very careful because my wife is real close at throwing range. Uh, <laughs> I walked I walked inside uh, when I left one day and Frozen 2 was on and she was crying when I walked in. And she's like, Olaf's back. And I was like, cool. I thought the movie's fine. I think the movie is, an, is passable at best. Um, having kids and wa- them watching Frozen nonstop at this point, I... Um, I actually don't have any emotion or any love for any of these characters anymore. Like I do, I don't like them. Um, but I understand the story. This one is just, I think studios sometimes put out sequels for the sake of sequels. And I think this one knew that they were going to make a lot of money. So they went with it. I just don't think the, the pull, the plan was fully out there. I think lost in the woods, arguably top could be top 20 Disney song of all time for me. I think that song is, is amazing. I, I hate Into the Unknown, but I'm telling you right now, that one is great. Um, and Weezer just covered it, too, and that makes it – like, I love that version, too. Wait, so They covered it forever ago. Oh, well, it, I just saw it, I guess. But they, it just came out in my new suite. Um, so, um, no, I think Frozen 2 is fine. Um, it's definitely not top 10. It's definitely not top 20. But okay. I think it's 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 fine for your experience. Um, it's 7. So if it was 1, I would be really upset. Uh, but okay. Cam looks like he wants to say something, so I'll let him. I'll let him. Go. My wife told me I'm wrong. So sorry. Yeah. No, I just want to say something to Zach Ford. How dare you? How dare? Yeah. How how dare you, sir? How dare you? Uh. But okay. I I don't dislike this movie. I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh. I think the soundtrack for the most part is really good. I don't love Into the Unknown. I find it very cliche and very annoying. But Lost in the Woods is really really fun and is a great like parody of those like like late 80s early 90s boy bands and show yourself is like a ballad ripped straight out of musical theater that i love so much 
Uh, I think it's a fun story. I think the scene where Olaf recounts the entirety of the first Frozen is fantastic and goes on for so long that it's incredible. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't hate this movie. Like I, I've only seen it once. Uh, and yeah, I think if it grew more with me, maybe, but at this point, you know. You two are available to talk whatever you'd like. Frozen too. Okay, I'll I'll jump in. Um, first, can we put up Zach's comment again? I I just I want to put it back up. Um, I'm in the market for a new Warzone teammate. If anyone is interested, please message me. Um, but but yeah. Ford's name is already on the back of our shirts. We can change it. Um, <laughs> just just take some take a marker. Anyway. Uh, so I don't think this is a bad movie. I really don't. I think there are a lot of good things about it. The characters are actually, like, really good characters. The ones from the first one, they're very good. The biggest problem with this movie is the pacing and the story. I think this movie is really awkwardly paced. It doesn't really, like, move. There's a lot of just stopping and starting, and I think that's kind of the biggest problem with it. Um, it, it doesn't quite know where it's going, and I think... That's kind of the problem. I do agree with Cam. The Olaf scene is hilarious and amazing. And it's probably the best part of the movie. Um, but I think, like you can tell, there are parts where Olaf just kind of hijacks the movie. And it's just, it's an Olaf thing now. And now we're just going to go over here. Like, it doesn't feel like really a movie. It feels like a collection of shorts, really. Um, but I, I do think there are good things about it. I don't think it's the worst thing ever, but I don't love it. I think this movie is just very meh. It's like they took so long. They took five years to choose what sequel to make, and they came up with this thing that it looks like it was written by five different people who were in different rooms and never talked to each other. And each one of them picked a character, and they did a, their own little thing with it. And they all kind of are okay, but they never gel. They never, the movie never feels like a full movie. The music is by far the best part of it. I do like Into the Unknown. Apparently, that's like a sin with this crowd, but I like that. I really like uh, Show Yourself. My favorite, uh, weirdly enough, is Diana's song, uh, Do the Next Right Thing. That thing just kind of like hangs with me and I really love the the Atto Holland lullaby too. But yeah, I, I've watched this movie like 20 times because it came in Disney Plus and my kid loves it and he keeps me asking me to put the Frozen movie. And every time I keep watching it, I just try, keep trying to figure out why it doesn't, well, it doesn't really make sense. I, I feel like they made a mistake trying to push Elsa to the forefront again. It would have been more uh, enjoyable if the fifth element would have turned out to be Anna and representing something like love that would gel the other things because be nice, there's a water element. Doesn't really like, what? And why everything has to be Elsa? Elsa is like the like a, the superpower superhero here, and and Anna just gets like the kingdom as a as a consolation prize. It's kind of a weird choice, but eh. oh, also they forgot to write a, a part for Kristoff in this movie. They just gave him a good song and forgot about him. Okay. The great news, Tim, is I think the fire show is over. So what's your six? My six is Mulan. Still yikes. Okay. Uh, do it, so do, my, sorry, Cody. I I have it in the same range, but it's higher. So do I still yikes it? Um, 
Yeah, we'll hold okay, off on yikes. it because we have a lot of overlap, so we'll just hold for now. I Normally don't, but we'll hold. Yeah. Okay, so then my five is uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yikes. Yeah, I had a feeling. Like Actually, I think I have it in the same range. I have it in the same range. Yeah. Okay, okay. so we can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Anybody else have it? Or is it just both? And... Okay. So shouldn't the person who has it highest go, or do I go? Where is yours yeah. at, Bo? I have it at four. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Ember's new groove is. I, I I saw it in the theater. My grandma took me to see it, and I just remember like falling in love with it, and uh, then bringing it home on DVD or uh, VHS or whatever it was at the time. And I just think it's so. Uh, it's it's really clever. It's very funny, and I actually went a long time without seeing it. I went probably like. 10, 9, 10 years without seeing it, and then recently over the last uh, year uh, got it and on Blu-ray and rewatched it, and I've rewatched it like three or four times since getting it on Blu-ray. It, it, it holds up. It's really funny. Uh, John Goodman and uh, David Spade are both really, really good in it. Uh, Kronk is uh, top-tier uh, Disney sidekick or whatever you want to call him. Um, we all know the quote, but putting a flea in a box is really, really fun. I love this movie. I think it's hilarious. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think this movie is like, it's got like the structure of like a nineties buddy comedy, but with the spirit and comedy tone of like the forties Warner brothers, Looney Tunes cartoons. Like yep. it's got that type of really clever writing, like really good slapstick. Like everybody knows these characters and the way that they're designed, like reflects their attitude. Like the characters are designed are perfect. In it. The, the writing is amazing. Everybody loves Yzma and Kronk together. Like that is just a perfect villainous duo. And then you have John Goodman and David Spade who are working off each other very, very well. And David Spade in particular, I think is doing some of his best work in this uh, that he's ever done in film. And I think he's like legitimately fantastic. And I, I, I love the risk that Disney took here because they essentially took a very unlikable main character. Like Cusco could have been too unlikable, but they get the exact right balance and you still like and care about Cusco, despite the fact that he's kind of a horrible person. I love this movie. Um, and, and yeah, it's great. Easily in my top 10. Um, I love this movie. Emperor's New Groove, I think, is is second or first, depending on the day of funniest animated uh, Disney movie. I think this movie is... Uh, I think... The entire scene of Yzma plotting what he's going to do to Cusco, and especially the flea scene, is it is something I quote all, all the time. Uh, you're 100 percent right. It's this main character that shouldn't, no one should gravitate and like, and Pacha that is so likable that you just feel bad for him, and you're still trying to root on the character, but you know that if they get what they get, it ruins the nice character in the movie. Um, I think I've quoted the uh, uh, waterfall. Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom. Most likely. Bring it on. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely think this movie is uh, well deserving of top 10. Uh, Nazario Cam, um, 
11? Why do you hate good movies? I'm curious. Let's find out. No no joke. This was my number 11. This was oh, so close. Everything's no up. joke. Only one person I... sent me their actual, like, actually three, two people and then Boatman said, just let you know my 11 is this. So you didn't, so you failed. I don't believe you. No, this is this was legitimate number eleven. It was between this and Tangled fighting it out, and I think just the newer animation of Tangled won out. But we'll get to that later. Uh, I like I do really enjoy this movie. I think it's hilarious. Uh, Patrick Warburton as Kronk is one of the greatest Disney characters in my opinion. He's just fantastic. Yeah, it's really fun. It's a great movie. I just there's a, I don't know if you guys know this, but Disney's made a lot of good movies. Yeah. What? <laughs> Is this my voice? Is this my voice? Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, Why do you hate it? I, I have no problem with this movie. It's it's a funny movie. It's mid twenties for me. Uh, I think uh, the issue for me is that I felt this was kind of like a bucket of cold water after the Disney Renaissance because it's a completely different tone. They went for more like a cartoon vibe, like uh, like Boatman says. This feels like a Looney Tunes cartoon made by Disney, and the jokes are there. It's funny, it's sharp enough, but it's like uh, like fast food, like you enjoy it for a bit, but it doesn't really have the substance to like pull you through a long time. To me, that's my interpretation of it. Also, I have a, a slight disadvantage that I got actually invited uh, I, the year before by a friend that used to work with Disney in, in the distribution sector to watch a 20-minute preview of Kingdom of the Sun, the original concept for what this movie was supposed to be. So I saw that, I thought it was amazing, and next year I get Emperor's New Group. So <laughs> that's about the funniest thing ever. You think it's gonna be one thing and you show up with David Spade and uh, <laughs> John Goodman. I love it. Uh Star Drew, uh, uh you're gonna get timed out real soon if you ever put uh hoodwinked over emperors. That's real real bad. Um okay, um you're four, Tim. Yes, uh, my four is tangled. Which I know Cam had later. Did it? I don't remember if the other two had it or not. I think nope. you have the okay. highest. I think you have the highest. Okay. Right. Well, so uh, this is a movie that um, I've seen a lot of times. Uh, when it came out, um, I took my niece to go see it in the theater. It was her first movie in the theater, um, so that was a really special moment. And then once it came out on DVD, we just watched it a lot with her. And then again, kind of like with uh, New Groove, I went away for a while. And then when me and Maggie started dating, it was, she was like, oh, I love Tangled. Tangled's the best. So we watched it again. And now I've seen it like, again, like three times in the last couple of years. And it just like holds up every time. And there's stuff I always forget about Tangled. And then they, it like shows up like, I don't know why, but I always forget about like the whole uh, I have a dream scene until it like is happening. And then I'm like, so oh shit, this is great. Like the whole sequence is really funny and the characters are great. And Pascal is uh, arguably one of the uh, sassiest and uh, best animal sidekicks in Disney. Love Pascal. Um, it's really, really fun. It's, I just, I think it's the best I think it's the best way Disney could have done this uh, version of this story. And I think for like kicking off the 2010s and all the great movies we got in the 2010s from Disney, like this is, I think this is like peak right now. So yeah, I love this. Who movie. else had Tangled? Okay. Just one person. Okay. <laughs> okay. Game, go ahead and talk. 
yeah, I had it at my number 10. Uh, I think this movie's fantastic. I think the animation is beautiful. I think the music is really great. I've Got a Dream is great. Uh, I See the Light is a fantastic duet. Um, Zachary Levi as as uh, as Flynn, a.k.a. Eugene Fitzherbert, Eugene. which I, th- I think Eugene, the reveal that that's his real name is one of my favorite jokes in that entire movie. Uh, but no, I think it's really, really fun. Uh, he's fantastic in it. My big thing, and it's the reason that Tangled and Emperor's New Groove both fell down on the list for me, is one of my best friends, his two favorite movies of all time, are Tangled and Emperor's New Groove. And at my youth group, whenever it's like, oh, we need to watch a movie to kill time, he puts on one of those two. So I've seen those two movies so, so much repeatedly, and that like just oversaturating it kind of lowered it down, but I think it's still great. It's a real fun time. Um, yeah, I'll get to the other two in a second. Um, but uh, Tangled <laughs> is, I've said it before, I think Tangled is the best Disney animated movie of the 2010s. I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's even a question. I think there are good ones. I think they're close, but this is by far the best one. Um, uh, the soundtrack is a fantastic. Uh, I think the chemistry between the two characters that they is so believable by Disney. Um, I think Mother Gothel doesn't get enough credit about being the villain that she actually is. I think she's a fantastic villain. I think the Mother Knows Best song is honestly creepy at times, like how like how like at the end when she's like, "Don't ever ask to leave this again," and I'm like, "Okay." Um, uh, she survived Corona before we all survived Corona, so that gives a skill alone. Um, yeah, and the I've Got a Dream is arguably one of the funniest songs from the 2010s, for sure. Um, and that old man that plays Cupid pretty much in that movie is great. <laughs> when he calls Mother Gothel a tall glass of, wa- uh, glass of water, it's fantastic. So, um, Bowman, uh, Nazario, because uh, I know what's on your list. Why do you hate great movies? I don't hate it. I had it at 13, actually. And you're almost right. I have it as my second best 2010s movie. It's actually uh, a really good. I think it's better than Frozen. I think it's even better than Moana, which I also really, really like. And the yeah, the songs are great. Uh, I see the light. The, I actually like the enchantment song for the flower that she does to take the power of. That is so like beautifully creepy. Uh, that is very interesting. And I don't like, I understand why they did this. They pushed a lot of, of Flynn Rider in the marketing and the posters with the, you know, the eyebrows and stuff because that's what DreamWorks was doing at the time. And they were kind of like trying to get that that crowd because uh, the Princess and the Frog didn't really get the Princess Girls crowd. But this is Rapunzel true and true. I actually would have preferred if they just named them that and, and pushed the movie for what the original concept was. But as it is, it's still the best princess movie of the 2010s. It's just not better than other 12 movies that I like. Yeah, um, I I think this is really, really good. I think part of these lists, a lot of what affects the ranking is what you grew up with and what you watched a lot as a kid. I didn't love this one as a kid, to be perfectly honest. This was not one uh, that I watched a lot as a kid. I revisited it uh, for fandom pretty recently. And I liked it a lot more on rewatch. Um, so probably, 
uh, I might it might go up on my ranking after a couple more rewatches, but right now it's in like the mid teens uh, on my ranking. I'm pretty sure, so it's very very good, but it doesn't quite make my top ten. You're wrong. Um, just real quick, um, Malcolm, would that say Tangle wouldn't even be in your top ten because? We do time out people in the chat too, so keep running your mouth and you will be on a five minute ban. I think he's uh, saying it would be in his top 10. Tangle would even be in my top. That doesn't sound correct. Okay. I, think uh, I, like, I think he means like their taste has to be bad because Tangled would even be in Malcolm's top 10, and Malcolm has. That's, that's the way I took it. Yeah. Okay, well, that that's very true. You're right. Your taste is questionable at times. Okay, um, Cam, start with seven. Yeah, uh, my number seven is Big Hero Six. Don't don't look at me like that, Bowman. Uh, yeah, I had a feeling no one else would have this. Uh, I really really like this movie. I think the animation is really cool. I think the story is great. The way the like the way that the story starts, where it's like you have this great relationship between Hero and his brother. And then that's just ripped away from him. And it's him trying to find this emotional healing process. And the way he does it is by becoming a superhero with a vendetta, I think is really interesting. Uh, I think Baymax is a fantastic character and he's a great Disney sidekick. Uh, Great side characters, a really great story. And also just the animation when they go into like the like alternate dimension is brilliant. And I love it. Uh, Big Hero 6, interesting choice, um, I will say. Um, uh, there's not a lot the last of this... interesting choice I have, Cody. <laughs> yes, the, this one is just... It's so weird to me, because this is another one that world build that I really like, but then it's just like... This movie literally sets up like, oh, that brother ain't gonna be around a long time. Like, I've been through enough Disney stuff that like, oh, he created this character. I didn't see this guy in the trailer. Oh, he, he actually loves and looks out for his brother. Yeah, he's gonna be gone. Yeah, they took care of him real quick. So it wasn't. It lost a lot of emotional element for me because I knew it was coming. I think the villain is very underrated in this movie. I think that is like a really cool <laughs> twist in the movie. I just feel like this movie like tries to be the C-rate Avengers at times. Like, oh, look at these ragbag crew. And there's one girl in the. I don't know her name in the movie, but she pronounces Hero. The entire movie, but Hito. everybody else yeah. calls him hero normal, and it drives me batty. Yeah. So one person decided to do the accent, the rest didn't, and it drives me crazy. Um, I think Baymax is a fine character, but again, this movie loses a lot of rewatches for me because um, that first time is that world build the wreck, second time, and top ten, eh, full hard. Um, three people did not have it, and I'm going to be honest with you, I've seen some catty looks in my lifetime. The look that Boatman gave was a side eye of, like, uh, you're terrible. I can't wait to get to that, but we're going to wait for that. Uh, Tim, Nazario, why not Big Hero 6? Um, for me, I think it's just really forgettable. Um, I, 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 also, I also have a, I have a disdain towards this movie because it had no business winning Best Animated Feature that year. How to Train Your Dragon I, 2 I mean, should have won. 100% uh, but yeah, I think it's just really forgettable. I I think Baymax is memorable and the da 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 is like is funny, but like I don't remember shit about this movie. Like it just came out on I'm gonna drop the 
word it just came out on 4k and uh i picked it up and watched it again and i didn't remember anything like me and maggie were sitting there and we were like so wait who turns out to be the villain and like we couldn't remember like anything like it i just think it's really forgettable i think it's <laughs> someone said it earlier about robin hood that it's like fun while you're watching it but then after that it just kind of goes away so fun while you're watching it you mean like emperor's new groove Rosario, don't pick that hill to die on. <laughs> I I actually really like Big Hero 6. Uh, I, it's my mid-teens. I think it's like 15, 16, something like that on my list. Uh, Baymax, basically, it's the movie for me. That character, it has it's really nothing to do with the Baymax monster from the, the comic book. They completely reinterpreted and into a character I really, really loved. And his relationship with Hero, I think it makes the movie. Even with, uh, with his brother, uh, Tadashi, that, yeah, it's pretty obvious it's not going to be long for a movie since he doesn't really show up in any of the trailers or any of the promotional material. But uh, the movie itself works. I, I really enjoyed it. And I just figured, I don't know, I just feel like other movies are more worth my time, I guess. Oh, and also, you were right. that The wrong movie she won uh, 2014's Best Animated Movie. That should have been the Lego movie. Should have been well, How to Train Your Dragon 2. But... It wasn't nominated, so. Should have been yeah, How to Train Your yeah, Dragon 2 by a lot. Jonathan Peck? Yikes. No. Okay. This is the most by-the-numbers, lifeless, like, I, there's nothing explicitly bad about this movie, but I've seen everything this movie does before and better. That's the problem, is it just feels like this movie's on autopilot. It doesn't really leave an impression with you. It's like perfectly fine. The one element that's really good is Baymax. Baymax is great and a really fun character, but everything else isn't really done bad, but it's done generically. I've, it just doesn't feel like a movie that feels unique. And that's the one thing that I don't want from Disney. We can have bad movies. We can have awful movies. But what I don't want is something that just feels lifeless. This movie doesn't feel unique, and that's not what I want from Disney. Ouch. Okay, uh, go to your six. Here's where everyone gets mad at me. My number six is The Lion King. Yikes. Yep. Yikes. I have that higher. <laughs> <laughs> higher as in, like, the numbers are higher as in your yikes higher, again. Yeah, well, lower on the list, higher the number, I don't know. Okay. It's seven. Okay, it's still got yikes, so that's fine. Uh, my number five is Mulan. So that was my five as well, right? No, that was my six. Okay. Anybody, anybody else? And that was my eight. Okay, so Sorry, Kim, doesn't Kim. Know yeah, about it. Um, I'm going to be straight up with y'all. I watched this movie for the first time, I think, three days ago. I had never seen I know. I had never seen it. I had never seen it. Great five. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But I fixed that, and who boy, is this a good movie. Uh, I think the animation is incredible. I think uh, the songs are fantastic, and I really like the way it thematically goes, where, like, it starts off as kind of this light, happy movie, and you have it as a musical, and then the moment they find that burned-down village, there's not a single song sung by the characters in the rest of the movie, because from that moment on... It's a much darker, much more serious tone for the rest of the film, and I think it's really cool. Uh, 
I think the animation's fantastic. I think the story is really great. Uh, I think Eddie Murphy is fantastic as Mushu. It's just, it's just really good. Like, it's really dope, and the animation in it is so good. Yeah, I made it my five right away, Scully. It's incredible. Yeah. Tim, uh, did you see this three days ago and make it your top, your six? Uh, no, I saw this when it came out. Um, but that's I wasn't the alive then. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know it saddens me, but um, at least Cam has. Uh, you know, Cam. I'm gonna be honest. You've said some things in the past that have made me uh, think you're uh, you're you're a fool. But today, you you've done me proud because you're a member of Team 19 that actually likes this movie, unlike some blue-haired people backstage who think this movie's terrible for some reason. You can give me finger all you want, Coho. It's true. This movie's dope as shit. Um, it's, it's really, like, the music is really good. Like, all the, the normal Disney stuff is really good. Um, and also, like, super memorable. Like, uh, I, I can't think of the name of the song, but the Let's Get Down to Business, that uh, whole I'll thing. I'll make a man out of you. There, thank you. Uh, is, is super memorable, super fun. The characters are great. Um, and yeah, just like it goes in a place where just you wouldn't necessarily expect. It's just, uh, it's a really great story. Great movie. Um, yeah, no, I, I love this movie. I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, it's one that I was going to rewatch before I went to the theaters this weekend to see the new one, but that's not fucking happening anymore. So, uh, you know, <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I, I do love the movie. It's it's great. It's Eddie Murphy is doing some good stuff here too. Before uh, he was even Donkey, I think I think this character, I think Mushu might even be a little bit better, if in my opinion. But yeah, I love this movie. Uh, yeah. Um, this is my number eight. I think. Sorry. Uh, this is my number eight. I think the comedy in this is actually really funny and not just Eddie Murphy. I think Mulan interacting with all the other soldiers and pretending to be a guy like that's really funny. I think there's just a lot of like really good comedy that comes out of this and also some some good drama. The villain is definitely kind of underdeveloped, but you don't all you also don't spend like that much time with them. So it's not that big of a deal. Um, but uh, the the highlights of this movie are definitely uh, the the comedic moments. Uh, yeah, so I watched this movie three days ago, but that was just because I was rewatching movies. Uh, I think this movie is uh, fantastic. Um, I think it is it's super strong in that Renaissance age that they produce almost hit after hit after, and then. There's a few that came out that I don't agree with. And then this one hit again. Um, I think this movie is uh, incredible. I think the songs are fantastic. Um, there's parts that frustrate me because it's just how the story breaks down. But, like, she saves everybody and they're like, you're a female and you're dead, killer. <laughs> you don't be dead if she didn't save you. That's, that's, that's history. I know, but modern so, times sometimes. It, it just shows how stupid people are. Like, good lord. Um... The song, yeah, the songs are incredible. Make a man of you is top ten Disney song of all time. Uh, Coho says it's so overrated of the Renaissance. I think it's so stupid to say that. Uh, this one is brilliant. So uh, Not hands the most down, overrated movie of the Renaissance, Coho. And I think you guys put it in a good range. I think seven to five, that range is perfect. I don't think anything higher. I know like certain people have it high on their list. It's not there for me, but it's definitely if you're watching Disney movies, this has to be thought of. Why do you hate Mulan? 
I don't hate Mulan. It's in my top 20. It's 19, 20, something like this. Um, I really like the movie. It's uh, it's actually like my fourth favorite of the Renaissance. And it's really good. I do think Mushu is way better than Donkey for Eddie Murphy. It's funnier. And, and they actually use him just enough so it doesn't become annoying. And the movie itself, it blends a lot of good CG with a, a traditional animation in a way that it makes it the avalanche scene looks like incredible. And uh, the thing with the kid and the village, let's return the doll to the girl. That's just, that's just boss level, man. I, I, I really was excited about seeing the remake. I figured it would go a little darker with it. I even had my ticket bought for tomorrow. And yet here we are. Facts. Um, this show was supposed to be pre-taped today too. <laughs> Cause we were supposed to be going somewhere. Um, okay. Uh, Kim, go to your four. Yeah, this is probably the other one where people go, what? What are you doing? My number four is Treasure Planet. Boatman, don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling I'd be the only one with this as well. I figured maybe Boatman might have it at 10, but yeah. Uh, this is this is my this is my nostalgia movie. This is my, like, I love it. Uh, I think it's really cool. I think it takes the Treasure Island story, which has been done so much and just played out a ton, and takes it and puts it in this new world that's really cool. I think the animation is really, really interesting. Oh, shut up, Scully. Uh, I think the animation is really, really interesting. I think it's uh, fun. I think the soundtrack is really good. Yeah, Scully, stop. Um, it's it's just really enjoyable. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gives a great uh, voice performance uh, as Jim. Uh, Martin Short as Ben is insane, and that's exactly what you want for Martin Short in any movie. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm aware that me having this is insane to most people, but I really enjoy it, and I do not apologize. Uh, so this is, this is really funny that you put this in your list is because this is a movie that I put on for my kids, uh, this past week. Um, my four-year-old did not enjoy this movie. Um, <laughs> he didn't understand why I put it on there. Uh, he was bored halfway through. Um, my wife, he was like, why'd you pick this one? I was like, cause I haven't seen it fully through. And she's like, it's not good. Uh, and that's correct. Uh, me and Bowman got into a long conversation last night. I was like, well, it's based on Treasure Island. So, you know, like, like, blah, blah, blah. I still think the concept is stupid. For him to even grow and be accepting of the cyborg is one of the dumbest things ever. Because in the first 10 minutes, don't trust the cyborg. I'm going to ride around the stars with the cyborg. It's so dumb. I mean, to be fair, that's the book. <laughs> I, I know. And I don't. That's why I said, I said, read the book. It shouldn't be adapted to a movie. Um, I think the um, overall, like Ben is one of the best characters. And again, I get it shows up in the last 10 minutes, still stupid part of it because that's a great character that needs to be featured more. I think this movie is just overall the most meh movie I have ever seen with a bad plot, like bad written. Like, I don't think that's story is great. So, um, no one else had treasure planet. Bowman also did the side eye, like, how dare you? Ooh. Um, so, Tim, Nazario, why didn't you have this? I actually respect this choice very much because this movie, I think it is a little a little underrated. 
I respect the hell out of a lot of the, what they were trying to do. Ron Clements and John Muster were trying to make this movie since like 1990. And Disney kept like push, pushing them off like, yeah, you can do that after you do this other movie and this other movie. And they just keep making hits until they finally got to make the movie. Maybe overcooked a little bit. I get what you say about the cyborg thing, but you have to remember in the book, it was a peg leg man. Don't trust the peg leg man in a world where everybody has a peg leg. So it's kind of more like a, this is one a peg leg guy. Could be one of a hundred. Maybe this is not the guy. Yeah, but the first overall, cyborg he runs into is something. Well, because the whole thing is he's naive and he's like, it couldn't be that cyborg. That'd be too easy. Yeah. <laughs> and and I have to I have to admit I really like Treasure Treasure Island. I actually rewatched Treasure Island, the Muppet ones today with Tim Curry, which was great. And that movie slaps. That movie is also underrated as but hell. What if that movie Jack was in Ford space? telling me it was the worst Muppet movie. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So That's a great one. The choice, but this movie has its failings, so it's kind of middle of the road Disney for me, like mid twenties, thirties, like this. But it's a, it's not a bad movie. I just haven't seen it in years. I haven't seen it since I was really little. Um, I. I haven't had an interest to see it again. Um, that being said, I'm going to rewatch it uh, just because, you know, I can write fandom questions from it and then I can uh, maybe see if I reappreciate it as an adult now. But yeah, it just, it has never been one that I've wanted to go back to rewatch. So. Oh, and Caddy Heron, uh, go ahead and tell uh, 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 Cam why he's wrong. Oh, am I? Am I? Oh, okay. That's, that, that's you, Boatman. Why? Why am I? I, I okay, I'll take that. I'd rather. Be All right, there. Regina George, whichever one you want. I'm no, I'll be sitting here. That's fine. Listen here, Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> okay. Um, I I think this movie is not bad, but top ten cam. Yeah. Above like above Emperor's New Groove. You have this. This movie is very flawed. Jim Hawkins is like the most like late nineties cliche main character I've ever seen. Like it's legit. Like there's the scene where he's sky surfing. That is like one of the most dope. dumb things. No, let me talk. This is my time. Uh, sky surfing is like Disney, a bunch of like old Disney executives like trying to be like your mom trying to be cool when she's like hey what's up dogs what's up like that's what it feels like it's super cringy and i hate that scene um there's some good things about it martin short um john silver i actually think has like a good dynamic with jim hawkins and i think that's interesting but there this is not top 10 material it really isn't it is for me I love it's, how it's, it's my it. list, not the best list. Yeah, but this show is called Your List Sucks. And I'm <laughs> and apparently fulfilling the title, suck. Boatman. That part does suck. Okay, so we're moving on to Boat. Now everybody can yell at Boatman for his choices. Yeah. Give us your Good. seven. All right. Uh, my number seven is uh, my thing will actually. Oh, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yikes. Okay. Uh, my number six is uh the disney classic yikes six eleven that's what i have yikes <laughs> I know you're listening to like, I, I, I made sure to pull it up in another tab because i was like i'm not messing this up yeah, well, if it helps you coho will put it at the bottom so it's okay but go ahead what's your five um my number five is the hunchback of notre dame 
Yikes. Okay. And my number four, uh, we already talked about the Emperor's New Groove. So I get cool. to talk we didn't about, talk about at all. Uh, Incredible. People. Good. Nazario. <laughs> Uh, start with seven and move up. Uh, okay, but just right quickly, I love how everything with Bowman is like, you put that on the list, does it have a llama? <laughs> okay, my number seven is The Lion King. Yikes. Yeah, Stop. already been yikes. Stop. Number, my number six uh, is The Sword in the Stone. No, Nobody else had this one, right? Bowman did it. Oh, right. Um, I really like this movie, and I really like the director, uh, Wolfgang Reinhardt. He did like four movies in a row in this period for Disney, including Robin Hood, which I mentioned earlier. This is a movie uh, that, again, I watched when I was really young, uh, and it really grabbed me because I think, even if it's a little on the disjointed side, it's kind of like has the same thing like uh, like Frozen 2, but at least these ones are structured similar, like they are different lessons that the Merlin is teaching to work. So it's like a, it feels a little bit like short stories linking each other, but the overall arc of the movie feels uh, a lot more cohesive. So it's uh, the first one he just, uh, they turn into fish and he teach him about force and gravity. And the second one, they turn into squirrels and learn about love. And then he turns into a bird and they fight uh, an evil witch in the forest, which is great. The, the, the name sword of the movie doesn't even show up to the it's on the intro of the movie and then comes back in the in the last part but uh, the character of Merlin and uh, and Archimedes are so memorable that they make the movie and the whole Madame meme duel in the end that's like my childhood in a short five minutes over there it's, it's, it's a great film and I showed it to my kid recently and he loved it as much as I did and we have watched it like five times since so it's a great movie moment uh yes this is my number 10 uh this one is really fun this is more of a personal pick for me because i don't think it's like best because i think it is kind of meandering and like it, it's not like perfect uh the pacing is a little bit off but i just really enjoy this one and i think the wizard's duel sequence at the end with merlin versus madame min is legitimately one of the most fun things in all of disney history um, like that, that wizard dual sequence is just very creative. Um, I, I love this film a lot. Uh, there is a personal thing about it that, that makes me sad and feel bad about myself. Um, yeah. What? Um, because, I, because I may have, because I wrote questions about Oh, I was going to mention that. Don't worry. And it may I, have was, I was thinking in the back of my head this entire time. So oh, I was like, what was going to say about this movie? Um, uh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, I have a love-hate uh, relationship with this movie. Um, my love of it is I think it's really good. I think it's really good. I think the duel is fantastic. Um, uh, on the world of trivia, I absolutely despise this movie. I think it's one of the worst abominations that has ever been written or existed ever in the history of life. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, uh, I think... Um, I think the duel, I think the characters, I think for, I think it's very underrated when you think of Disney. There are probably 20 to 25 that you think of right away. And this is one that falls to the wayside. And it's kind of sad that it falls to the wayside because I think if more people watched it, they'd realize how good it is. Um, I think it also has a real effect that it was made, what, 60s? 70s? 70s? 60s. Um, oh. 
Yeah, 60, sorry. I was right. Um, I knew it was 60, um, but my my kids, uh, we watched it. And you, sometimes old animation doesn't hit well with kids because they're like, oh, it doesn't look like my movies now. When my kids gravitated and watched the whole thing and enjoyed it, that's when I know how staying power Disney honestly has. And I think this movie is very underrated. I I appreciate it being brought on the list. It kind of would maybe miss mine. It'd probably be my 11, maybe my, my teens. Uh, but that's fine. Uh, Tim, uh, I'll give you less. Cam, what do you think about starting <laughs> this time? Um, I don't, I don't hate this movie. I don't love it. I, this is one of those ones that I think is kind of in the middle ground. Uh, there, I, I think there's better King Arthur movies, uh, although Kurt Kowalkowski would beg to differ with me about my favorite King Arthur movie, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Move on, okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, no, I think it's great. Uh, Higgitus Figgitus is the original rap song to define a generation, uh, and I think that's all that needs to be said. All right, Tim. Uh, yeah, so I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. Um, apparently, if you want to win a fandom title, you have to know this movie like the back of your goddamn hand. Uh, no, that's not even fair because I think Rizzy only got one question right, too. But still, that's besides the point. Uh, I, I have nothing to add. I just haven't seen it in forever. I remember liking it when I was a kid. I just, I haven't seen it in forever. Um, and... Yeah, apparently he turns into like a fish or something at one point in the movie. I don't fucking know. I was asked about that. I don't fucking know. He turns into a germ, not a virus. Just heads up for everybody. Sure. A germ, not a virus. Okay. Yeah. We're going to uh, number uh, Nazario's number five. Uh, my number five is Alice in Wonderland. Okay. You, you and Cam, you and Cam, you and Boatman can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I did not have it. Okay. Alice in Wonderland, uh, similarly to Peter Pan, it's just a, a, a book that I really love from Lewis Carroll. And uh, this was the first adaptation that I saw that I actually felt like kind of embodied the spirit of the world and the, the, all the craziness that goes in it. And they actually, he actually even come, uh, they took elements from the sequel to The Looking Glass. They put it in the movie. The Carpenter and the Walrus scene is just excellent. And... The movie has kind of this magnetic pull to you, like, and, and such a weird visual madness that every time I keep going back to it, I keep finding new weird things that, that make the movie the more enjoyable for me. This is probably uh, one of the most rewatched movies for me. I never get bored from it. I can just watch it on a loop and keep finding new things that will keep me hooked. Is uh, one To me, the 50s are a pretty strong the decade for Disney, and this is one of the reasons why. It's a it's a great film. Yeah, um, I I really love the style of this movie. Uh, this was my number seven. I think the uh, style of this film really works. I think uh, visually, like it's it's very uh, like unique, and I think this is it's almost kind of a road trip movie. It's just very much going from place to place to place to place, but I think that really works. Red Queen is legitimately, uh, the Queen of Hearts is legitimately one of the funniest Disney villains, in my opinion. I think uh, she's fantastic. Uh, Mad Hatter's sequence is great, and I, I, I just love this movie as a whole. My favorite classic era Disney film. Um, I don't like this movie. I don't like this movie at all. Um, it's one that has never 
never grabbed me. Um, you say the fifties is good. I honestly don't like a lot of the fifties uh, Disney animated movies, uh, um, and that's just that's my uh, I guess my own problem. Um, but yeah, this one I feel like I, I'm not on enough drugs to really like it. Um, I, I think that's where a lot of where we're going with on this one. It's very trippy at times. I, I don't think the story is that like compelling to grab me in and be like 100% on board with it. So I am not even close to Alice in Wonderland being in my top 30. Probably I do not. I do not like this movie. I I, I don't think it's that great. Are you um, sure you're not thinking about the Tim Burton one? Uh, no, uh, believe me, I don't. I have not watched that one. I promise you that, um, uh, and will not watch that one. Um, Cam, Tim, why do you not like Alice in Wonderland? I mean, you're correct, but why not? I just uh, I saw it when I was a kid, and then I saw the 2010 movie, the Tim Burton one, and I said, you know. I don't think I ever need to watch a version of this ever again in my life. And then through the looking glass came out and I said, Nope, really don't need to do that ever again. So I've just never gone back to it. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, but yeah, no, I have zero interest in this one. I know that I have seen this movie at some point in my life, but I cannot remember it for the life of me. Okay. All right. Four, Nazarka. Both you gotta write Morales in Wonderland questions so these people watch good movies. Fair. Okay. No. That's a really, really weird way to pronounce Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> My top four movies are honestly, well, let's say from two to four are razor thin margins for me. They have moved up and down between those three spots in a, in a while, and they keep actually flexing the more I rewatch them. It's kind of difficult for me to pin them down. But at this moment in time, my number four would be Pinocchio. That movie, it's insanely ahead of its time. I, I really can't believe that this is a 1940 Disney making this. It takes the original story and it presents it in a pretty, pretty direct adaptation back when animated movies were still allowed to scare little children. This thing is, it's so interesting the way it keeps flexing. It turns this story about an adult that tries to be a good boy and put him through the ringer of test where he's not supposed to lie, he's not supposed to misbehave, he's not supposed to drink and party, and, and he keeps making all the wrong choices at every corner because that's basically what human nature is. And in the end, the this collection of decisions is what proved that he can be a good person. The scene in Pleasure Island particularly scared a crap out of me when I was a kid. That thing made me be a good boy for months because I did not want to turn into a donkey and be sold into the mines. It's, it's an amazing movie that it ages perfectly. The animation doesn't even feel as old as it is. It's like 80 years old by now. And I can pop that in, and I still feel like it's fresh of the presses. It's it's a beautiful movie that I am shocked nobody else has in their list. This movie's creepy as fuck. Just gonna be yeah. honest with you. Um, and you, me, and you like different animations, and that's fine. I don't like this movie. Um, I find it creepy. It scared me as a child. 
similar to you, but you're like, hoo, 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 let me go back. I'm like, <laughs> no thanks. Um, uh, and putting on your list, you ended up in, turning into a donkey, so it ended up happening full circle for you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think this overall is – I get, there is this weird divide. There are people in this community that are like, this movie is top. You can't even talk negative about it. And then there's this movie's trash. Um, and it's so disconnected. Paul is going to stop being my friend after what I say, but I do not like this movie. Um, I think there are parts that are good. I think the animation is still, it still holds up. I think it's great. But overall, I don't like the story. Uh, are you all on crack? Uh, no, uh, you are, sir. You clearly <coughs> are. Um, so, Tim, Cam, um, Bowman, no Pinocchio. Why? Um, I'll, I'll I'll say I actually like this movie. This would probably be in like my like high twenties, mid twenties, I'd say. Like I I think this movie's fun. I hadn't seen it in years when the they just released it on the S- Disney Signature Collection like three years ago or so. And I picked it up then and watched it, and I actually enjoyed it. But again, it's nowhere near making a top ten for me. I ain't never uh, yeah, seen this um, movie. Oh, <laughs> I ain't never seen this movie, so it it could not make my list. It's called Disney Plus. Yeah, I know Nazario. I'm I'm busy studying for math. Why are you? Why? Are, okay, I don't know who you're becoming, but that's really something. <laughs> Why do you come on a list if you haven't seen movies? See more Pinocchio movies is the only that. movie that's been said so far that I haven't seen. I'm sorry that I'm not 90 years old, Bowman. Malcolm. Jeez. Okay. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. Um. So uh, I think this movie is good. There's a lot of sequences in this movie that doesn't that don't really work. Like There's just three minutes on just clocks. Just clocks running around. Like, that's the opening of the movie. Why? I don't know. There's just so many things about this movie. It's clear that it's an early era movie. Um, The second one. Yeah, it's the second one. It's the second one ever. Um, So it's good, but it's not great. Oh, and when you wish upon a star, let's be honest, okay? Get a new one theme for Disney. It's not that great. Um, I'll stand on that mountain. Clocks are great. <laughs> Should have submitted a list. I asked you to be on the show, Paul. Shut your mouth. Um, okay, we're going to the top threes, everybody. Timber Kala, start it off. What's your three? My three is the Lion King. That's it. Right. That's where we're okay. All right, so I was worried that Cody was going to give me an F because I didn't have this at one, but I had to be honest with myself. There are three Disney movies that are in the constant rotation that I make Maggie suffer through many, many times over and over again. This is one of the three. If I have to rank those three, this one just they're all perfect. This is just number three for me. Um, I've said it before. I said it last week when we did our watch along. Um, I didn't watch this movie as a kid. Like we never owned it on VHS. I actually, I saw it like at a friend's house or my grandma's house or something, but I didn't actually like sit down and appreciate it until I was an adult. And I've seen it probably easily 10 to 15 times since I was 18. So um, I love the movie. The music's great. Uh, the characters are great. The story's fantastic. There's not a lot I can say new about it. Um, I just think 
it's 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 super good. <laughs> like what what can I say about the Lion King that that hasn't been said already? Um, so yeah, number three for me. Everybody have on their list, right? Or did somebody not have it? Uh, that's, that's my number three. It's also it's your three two. Yeah, it's my three. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so Bowman and I have the same top two. Uh yeah. So uh I I I used to like really like this movie, but I didn't love it. It really wasn't until the the last rewatch that I realized how perfect the pacing was. I think that's one of the biggest like things about this movie is like every beat is like perfectly done. Um and obviously the songs are like fantastic, but the real star here is the score. Hans Zimmer's score is brilliant and I love it. It might be my favorite Hans Zimmer score. Um and all the characters are just great. Like Timon and Pumbaa are kind of the perfect comic relief duo. Like they're they're just kind of like the default comic relief duo in my opinion. Like they're the, the kind of perfect comic relief side characters. Scar's an amazing villain. I appreciate him a lot more on the most recent rewatch. And um obviously Simba and all the rest are, are all solid characters. I guess it's me next because I added the next highest. Uh, I I think this is a great movie. Like I think every movie on my list is good. It kind of just came down to personal preference. Uh, I think the first half of this movie to me is perfect. I think the second half to me drags a little bit once we get to him living with Timon and Pumbaa. I just think it like gets a little rockier to me there personally. Uh, I think the music is fantastic. I think the score is great. I think like once he comes back and you have the fight at the end, that's fantastic. Uh, my favorite moment in the movie is uh, 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 what do you want me to do? Dress and drag and do the hula, and then I just quick cuts to him in drag doing the hula, and I'm like, perfect. That's a great joke, great comedic timing. But yeah, like it just came down to personal preference for me, and that made it fall a bit lower. Sorry. I think it's a really, really good movie. I actually originally had it lower on my list. It moved up a few spots after I rewatched The Disaster, that it was the 2019 version. <laughs> Made me appreciate it a little more. Uh, honestly, the, the main issue to me is Elton John. I really, really love the score, and I really like Circle of Life. That song is probably one of the top Disney songs ever. But the rest of the songs just don't really gel with me and I have no idea why can you feel the love tonight once the, the best song that year other than that the movie is really well structured it's actually very it's one of the very first uh, times that I saw a, 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 a shocking scene as the death of Mufasa portrayed in an animation film uh, it's, it's really good it's just I don't know Elton John man eh Oh man! How is that your problem with this movie? Like that is that is, oh. um, that started like you go out to dinner, your appetizer is fantastic, you start eating your steak, and you find out it's fucking raw, and then you end up getting the shits in your car. Like it's it started going down real bad at the end. Um, so Tim and Boatman, you're fine. Have a good one. Thank you for having it on your list. It doesn't have to be in the top. I've always said if it's top five, I'm comfortable. Anything lower. I think it's real comedic that the person that put Treasure Planet 
on their list at four says that Lion King is slow at the end when the whole runtime. I, I did not say it's slow. I said it's minutes. muddled. So is the whole movie of Treasure Planet. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and then Elton John is your biggest takeaway of this movie that the songs are good. The songs are the best part. There's one song that I'll give you, Kid Matata. I think it's so overrated. But the rest of the songs, fantastic. I agree. It shouldn't have won. I also like that Be Prepared as my number one in that movie. So that's weird. That's a really weird take. I'm not going to go and sit on this hill because like Coho and everybody else will pick those movies and keep going. Everybody knows how I feel about The Lion King. It's my number one movie of all time. I think it is perfection. The runtime is brilliant. We watched it on a watch along and it felt like the quickest hour and 20 minutes that I've ever sat through. Um, I think it's brilliant animation. I think the songs are amazing. I think the characters are awesome. And even at the end, if you don't like the, the 20 minutes that we spend in um, uh, Timon and Pumbaa's uh, place, um, the last ending scene, the fight scene is epic. And that lasts a total of 20 yeah. minutes as well. So it's not very long. They have to sit there. You still need to wait for a treasure planet to do anything in that. Movie. So cool. Um, we're going to go to cams three. I can just imagine. Yeah. I, I feel like I might make people mad with this one, but I don't know. So let's find out. My number three is Moana. It was my 10. Yeah. Cool. Anybody else have it? I don't think they do. Okay. If they haven't said it yet, they're definitely not saying it this high. Um, again, uh, my top two are like locks, and then this higher range was personal preference. Uh, I I really enjoy this movie. I think the music is fantastic. I think the animation is beautiful, especially the ocean. I think the story's fantastic uh, about just like Moana is like she wants to be free and then she gets freedom and she has to use that freedom to become so much more than like anyone thought she would be and finally accept the responsibility that she's been trying to run away from this whole time uh her relationship with her grandmother is fantastic uh Ali'i Cravayo's voice acting performance is incredible like the the only glaring major problem i have with this movie is uh is is the song shiny it's a bad song it's a bad song it's terrible and i hate it but other than that i think this movie's fantastic yeah yeah no i agree shiny is terrible and that character is a bit rough but other than that i think this movie's incredible uh tim real quick because you had that tim. yeah i had it at 10 um yeah if shiny wasn't in here i know joke would probably have this at like number five i don't understand how i i gave cam a compliment earlier i have to take it away now because i don't understand how something that you think is so atrocious can be in your top three but uh yeah moana is a great movie it could be a perfect movie if that scene didn't exist i think it would be yeah number five for me if that scene didn't exist but everything else cam said i'm with him animation story characters all great just that one scene honestly brings it from a five star movie to a four star movie for me really does um i'm 100 percent with you i think the movie the the score everything about this movie is brilliant that one scene alone i've never seen a movie a scene in a movie road like roadblock a movie so bad yeah as that character it doesn't even fit the theme of the movie they put it in there just to be funny, I think, or 
I think somebody owed somebody in Disney and needed to cast him as a character. I don't know, but the overall character is very bad. That song is arguably top ten worst Disney song of all time. And I'll oh, yeah, put all the, I'll put all the racist Disney songs in there as well, and still think Chinese in there. Um, yeah, so it, it always stops me. I think everything else is leading up is really good. I just think at three. Uh, you have some. You have an interesting four and three for me. Uh, not saying it's bad. It's just, um, yeah, it is. It, Paul is one hundred percent right. It is definitely the best Disney movie of twenty sixteen. That's right, that. Boatman. Zootopia is trash. So, um, Zootopia is like then, bright. Oh, but for well, this is interesting. This is really interesting. Boatman and Nazario. Nazario had Zootopia at at twelve when he sent it to me, and yeah. Boatman put Zootopia. So. Arguably, you both didn't put Moana on your list, so you think Zootopia is better than uh, Moana. But why didn't Moana make your list at all? Are you just are you not a fan of it? Something, tell me. I I think this movie has some really good elements, but mainly, like I think just the lack of a of a villainous presence, like a good villainous presence, kind of hurts this movie a little bit. I think just the the fact that I think the third act is just kind of a boring kind of boring like they have to do the oh maui's leaving it's sad and he's really gone everybody even though you know he's going to come back like why waste our time doing that we know he's going to come back anyway just let him keep there we don't need this fake dramatic like tension we know he's coming back it just feels like a waste of time i think that there's like and just the entire third act it's just kind of like a bland action scene because we don't really care about the villain. You know, we care about Moana and we want her to, her to establish her goal. But really, I, I think the, the big fact is that the villain is just kind of this, it's like, it's like Galactus or it's like uh, not in, in the movies, not in the comics or like just, it's like cloud. It's not really an interesting like character. And then there's a real, that's actually to feed you, but that's still like stupid. But say saying that sorry, I don't mean to butt in, but saying that like take like that there's not that if you take away Ma or uh yeah, if you take it's Maui, right? Yeah, if you take him away or whatever, and then we know he's gonna come back, the same thing happens in Zootopia where they break up and like aren't friends anymore, but we know they're gonna come back together and be friends. That happens in like every Disney movie where something jumps that in. That movie to be, is like, some a- child's introduction to basic story structure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean if it's good enough it's good enough for Moana. What? If it's good enough for Han Solo in, in a new hope, man, you can leave and be a jackass and come back and save the day. Oh, I'm not saying it's a negative. I'm saying that you use that as a negative against Moana. I'm just saying that the same thing happens in the movie you're defending. For me and Moana, it's dragged out a little bit more. And I think also because Moana is a very, like, stripped-down movie in terms of the scenery, it's not really, like, she's on the boat most of the time. Like, with Judy, she's going out to other places, so it doesn't feel like that section is dragged out as much. Whereas in Moana, it's just kind of like, okay, this is, this is the, the story. Like, so that, that's, I guess my problem is just that it's not that I hate the exact idea, even though I'm not a fan of the exact idea. It's the fact that I feel like the way it's done is the most basic version of it. So it just kind of feels a little boring. Fair. I am actually now 
in a position that I want to argue with Bowdoin because everything he says is just wrong. This movie is really good. I have it at 15. It's not like the, the movie is trash. The movie is really, really good. It's actually, it keeps moving. I have watched this movie several times because of Kate McMillan's in, intense like for it. So I, every time I keep watching it, and I keep watching the other 2010s Disney animated movies, Moana keeps moving up. And, and right now, I only have a, a couple of movies above it. I have Tangled, I have Rocket Ralph, and Zootopia. The, those three. It, I like it even better than Frozen, and I'm pretty sure it's going to keep moving up the more I see it. I don't even hate Tamatoa. Tamatoa, it, it's fine. It's a diversion that you wanted to fill some screen time. I don't like the song. The sunshine is awful, but the character, it's fine for what it's supposed to be. So, oh, and I also really like the, the twist in the end with Teka and Tefiti because it kind of gives a full circle meaning to the heart of the sea. So, yes, the, there is an actual an issue with a lot of the newer Disney movies that they do not have this central villain character. It's more, more of a situation that they have to deal with. So if you think about it, is this in Frozen 2, where's the villain? There's no villain. In Shrek 2, they, in, I mean, in Wreck-It Ralph 2, there's no villain. They don't really make traditional villains anymore. They just try to make situation things. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I think in Moana, it actually works. It's just not better than 14 other movies for me right now. I really do think the scene where Moana gives the heart back to Tafiti is one of the coolest animated it's scenes. Beautiful. All the with that score, it's beautiful. Um, okay. Um, all right. So we're uh, Boatman. What's your three? Uh, yeah, my number three. Well, we talked about it, the yeah Lion with King. the Lion King. Okay, Nazari, what's your three? Uh, my three is uh, Lilo and Stitch. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Good man. Where this is going? Okay. Uh, so I feel like uh, Bowman and I have the same top two, but they might be switched. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, Tim, what's your two? My two is Aladdin. Okay. Uh, so this movie is endlessly rewatchable. Um, there, when the new one came out on Blu-ray, I made Maggie watch them back to back, and then we watched the animated one again, like a week later, like it, just because. Every time I watch it, there's just like little moments in it that I forget about that like just kill me every time. Like I love Robin Williams uh, just in this movie so much. And I think this is just arguably, I think this is probably my favorite music. Um, I think I like the music in this one more than my number one, but I just, I think uh, the music here is fantastic. Again, Robin Williams like doing some of his best work as genie. Um, and I do like Aladdin and Jasmine and, uh, the carpet even, uh, I just, I, I love all the characters, the story, uh, Jafar is not a creepy young dude yelling, bring me the lamp. Uh, I just, I think it's, I think it's perfection. Um, and again, it, I can't oversell Robin Williams enough in this movie. It's so perfect. And I think everyone probably agrees, but yeah, no, this is definitely my number two. I've seen this movie so many times. Uh, what if I told you my favorite Aladdin song? Is, I don't know what he's saying. Uh, but anyway, yeah, love this movie. I think he's talking about the third Aladdin. I don't know, not sure. Um, uh, but, but we'll see. Um, who else had Aladdin? One other person, right? I had it. Okay, talk about it. Wait, Wait, that's Danny, what? That's it. Bowman, no the only other person who had it. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but you had fucking okay. All right, okay. <laughs> Treasure Planet. Okay, 
Um, Aladdin is my six. Um, I I think that this is actually probably better than some of the movies that are on my list. It's just some of the others one that are higher. I just personally like more. Um, but Aladdin is a is a classic for a reason, and I think the the gold in this movie is Robin Williams is the genie. Like that is the greatest voice performance in a film ever over anything else. That is the best voice acting performance ever. He is the genie. I, I believe that. I believe... Dude, Cody, are you really going to say that Robin Williams is the genie isn't the best voice performance ever? Was Midman. Huh. I, what? How? How is it not? I legitimately... Like, he makes that character. He is that role. How is that not the best voice performance ever? I think y'all are insane for that. Um, and you should be put on trial. I'm with um, you, boom. Yeah. Um, no, I would. Okay, but um, <laughs> are like that. That villain is fantastic. The songs are amazing. Um, it, it's a classic for a reason. Uh, um, yeah. So I won't touch on that. I just say I think he's great. I think he'd be top three, but I would take Jeremy Irons and uh, Scar. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, Okay, well, that's because you're you. That's like me picking that's, Sam Rockwell. That's a hundred, yeah, exactly. But I don't want force. Yeah, Sam Rockwell G force. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to put a disclaimer on this. Cameron and Nazario, I gave you all a score before the show started. Your list, your list has dropped a letter grade for your incorrect statements about Lion King. This movie is one of those that I rank very high. Be careful what the f you say, because you're about to enter Hall of Fame territory from disrespectful comments. So, whoever wants to start, but you now know the groundwork and where not to step. So, go ahead. Um, I'll 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 jump in it, but oh, Cody left. Okay, no, he's quick. there. You go. Okay, I was like, quick, say what I have to say before. No, uh, I I don't dislike this movie. This movie legit would have been my twelve. I. I just I just didn't connect to it when I watched it. I didn't like like Robin Williams is fantastic, but the Aladdin Jasmine romance was one that I just couldn't well, co shut up. It was like it was just something that I couldn't connect with that I didn't like fall in love with when I watched it. And like like I admit it is better than movies on my list. I think that I fully see that technically this is a much better movie than specifically Treasure Planet. Because uh, well, I know you, you all want you, to but say you that. connect to the surfing on the lava. So more but, but I just like I I couldn't I couldn't connect with it. Yeah, uh, I like go watch Twisted. It's it's a musical that's Aladdin from Jafar's perspective. It's a real fun time. All right. I think, yes, I do, Doug. Yes, I do. I think the movie is fine. The music is actually really great, and it turns. It just comes down to the fact that it's a one-man show. It's Robin Williams' show, and he basically takes over the whole movie. And if you love Robin Williams doing what he does, and you don't care for anything else, then it's fine. Uh, I like him. I just didn't that feel like uh, overall the movie. The movie does benefit from him, but at the same time, it takes a bit out of it because uh, Aladdin stops being the main character in his own film. 
So that to me make the movie good, not great. The the songs though are actually pretty good. I do prefer uh, uh, a whole new world than, for example, can you feel the love tonight as a romantic ballad. But yeah, to me it's just I don't know if the fact that I was 12 when I saw this movie makes any difference. To me, it's like 21 or 20 something. It doesn't even come close to the top 10. But that damn puppet with strings. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm having a great time. I wish I had strings that were just cut and drop me off the roof. Um, This is a bad list to be a part of. Um, I don't even know where the hell I am. Cam, it's, what's your two? my number two. Okay, here's the test. Are Bowman and I the same on number one and number two, or do we have them switched? Okay. Number two is Beauty and the Beast. Yikes. Yikes. And that's okay. that's Bowman's number two, which means Bowman and I have the same number one. I actually... I didn't say it was my number two. It could not be. I actually have it at two, so... It's still yikes. You have it too? Okay, so Tim has it at the one spot. We obviously know that now. So uh, we're going to... Bowman, that's your two as well? Is that your yeah. two? Yeah, I knew it. Okay. I knew it. <laughs> and that's your two. So Tim started off with Beauty and the Beast, and then yeah, Beauty and the Beast, motherfuckers, uh, is number <laughs> one. It's perfect. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. The only thing wrong with this movie is that the singing voice of the Beast uh, is wildly inaccurate to what he would sound like singing because he talks like this, and then he he sings like this, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. But uh, the movie's awesome. I love this movie. It is endlessly rewatchable. Like I said before, I think the music in Aladdin is probably a little bit better, but overall, um, it just like when you kick off with like Belle and then um, Gaston, and then you get the the title Beauty and the Beast. Like all the songs are just, and then um, it, it just all the music is great. All the characters are fun. Lumiere, Cogsworth, they're all great. I also am a little bit biased because I love the stage show, so that kind of goes into it as well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love Beauty and the Beast. This is one that I have not stopped watching since I was a kid. From the moment I was first shown it, I've watched it at least twice a year, every year for the last since I was like five or six. Like I just I love this movie to pieces. Uh, it is great. So yeah, that is that is my number one, Beauty and the Beast. All right, so everybody else had it at two, so that means they have something that ranks a little bit higher. Tell us about it. What? Why is this movie the second greatest Disney animated movie of all time? Um, I will just say that there was a time that this was my number one of all time. Um, I just liked a, another movie a little bit better, um, but I think this movie is basically perfect. I think really this is the one of the acceptable number one pick answers. It's incredibly well made. Um, the opening song is legitimately one of my favorite Disney songs and really just movie moments of all time. Um, I love it so much. I think uh, there are just so many great things. I want to talk about Gaston here because Gaston is one of my favorite Disney villains because in like previous Disney movies, like the Golden Age era Disney movies, I think Gaston would have been the the hero. Like they kind of modeled him after like Prince Philip and uh, the the unnamed princes from Cinderella and Snow White. I think it's just uh, he he's uh, an incredibly well written character in that that song. His villain song is 
one of the best villain songs of all time in Disney history. Um, so it's a it's a fantastic film. Um, totally justifiable number one. I have the same basic feelings. I don't think there's anything wrong with this movie. Uh, the mu the music is perfect. The the animation is beautiful. The timing overall is is pretty spot on. And similarly to Boatman, it, it's uh, it's in the number one fight usually very strongly. Uh, it's my my wife's favorite movie. Uh, and honestly, it, overall, it, the side characters add to the movie instead of detract. It never feels like it's wasting your time. And, and even the way Gaston is uh, drawn and painted as a usual hero character in an animated Disney film, and then turns out to be the bad guy and reveal his true nature in the end. It's it's a beautiful flick and it's amazing the level of, of nuance that they got into this movie. Too bad they made two freaking sequels that don't know what the hell they were doing. But other than that. Agreed. Yeah, no, I this movie's incredible. This movie's fantastic. Uh I also am incredibly fond of the stage show. Uh, I played the beast in eleventh grade. Uh, Me too. I know. I know. Tim also played the Beast because I listened yeah. to your episode of Jukebox Jam session. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, one of this movie's great. Like, honestly, my biggest problem is that there are songs in the stage show that should be in this movie. Specifically, "If I Can't Love Her" and "Maison de Lune" are both fantastic and should be in here. But everything that's in this movie is fantastic. Gaston's a great villain that they tried replicating in Tarzan with Clayton, who's another just "I'm arrogant, I'm the greatest," and it just doesn't work as well. Uh, the animation's beautiful. All those sweeping, moving camera shots that they make, despite the fact that it's an animated movie with no cameras, is incredible. Um, like the voice acting is great. Pedro Hera is incredible. Am I do I have the right? Yeah, Pedro Hera. Am I right? Yep. Bowman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, for a second, I thought I was getting confused with Jody Benson, but we're fine. No, um, you're good. Yeah. Uh, I I love this movie. It's fantastic. It's beautiful and then that sentimental connection is there for me so it brings it up to number two this movie sucks no i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> could you it's imagine? in my top it's in my top five um uh there's a movie we haven't got to yet um that has kind of i think it's my three i think it goes lion king aladdin beating the beast for me um and i i think uh, it's not, and two two of those are interchangeable any day. Like it really could be either one. Um, one is never going to move, but um, uh, but it's 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 a beautiful story. Um, I directed. We'll talk about high school theater. I directed the stage production for my high school <laughs> when I was in college. Uh, I abso I absolutely one hundred percent agree with uh, Cam. Those songs des desperately need to be in this movie. Um, That's what the live action one needed. Yeah, I think I think there are beautiful songs that are just missing the point. Um, but you're right; this movie just flows through, and all the characters are well developed, and they play off each other super well. I think Lumiere and Cogsworth is the best like buddy duo besides Timon and Pumbaa in any movie. I think they're just they're fantastic. And Disney tried to recreate that throughout the years, but they don't really do that the best anymore. Like you know, Pain and Panic and stuff like that. But the one two punch was always really great. And Mrs. Potts. I honestly think the most iconic song in any Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. I think that song is like beautiful. It's not my favorite from the show, but it will put me back in nostalgia feels as soon as I hear the beginning of it. Like 
Oh, it's so beautiful. So I uh, couldn't agree more. I'm fine. If this didn't make the list, if this wasn't in your top five, I'd be like, are you? What the I, mean, I think we've all done the math it? by now and know this is the yes. number one overall. <laughs> yeah, this will be this will 100% be the number one overall. Uh, but the other ones will be interesting to find out, which we'll find out right now. But I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a swap because I know exactly what's gonna end up happening. I know too you have the same number one, so I'm yep, going to pause do. and I'm going to Nazario first. <laughs> Nazario, give us your number one uh, of all it time. Is. I'm so mad. My number one movie is not a perfect movie. No, it's, <laughs> but it's perfect. But it's perfect for me. I saw this movie when I was 15 years old, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And Fell in love with it immediately. And the more I have rewatched it, the more nuanced things I find on the basic story that really get to me. My favorite Disney film is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. The one thing I can openly agree on that takes this movie out of most people's consideration is the damn gargoyles, especially the Jason Alexander one. I do think that the gargoyles have a place in the film uh, because he has to have somebody to uh, have like a banter back and forth with when he's alone in the tower. And they actually do a good job at the beginning of making you believe that they're part of his imagination and they're not really real. And then they just kind of throw, throw that out of the window for a couple of stupid jokes in, in the last part of the movie. But the arc of the story about this man who was obsessed of cleaning a, a whole country of sin and basically uh, despising a whole race of people to the point that he was willing to throw uh, a baby down a well. It's pretty freaking dark. And to me, Judge Claude Frollo is one of the best Disney villains, especially because of how human he is. He's basically uh, a mirror for all these totalitarian leaders in real world that have the idea that they know what's best and they can choose who gets to live and who gets to die. And in the end, they're all sinners, like everybody else. Because the moment he sees Esmeralda, he doesn't care about anything else. He makes one of the, by probably my number one Disney song, which is Hellfire, which he basically prays at the same time that he basically condemns her and asks that if she cannot be his, then she will have to die so he doesn't have to be tempted. And he follows through. The man basically burns down the city of Paris just because of this. And in the heart of the story is the hunchback himself, who is treated as a monster, yes, is the sweetest character in the whole story. And I really respect the fact that in the end, they don't go the easy way out and make the impossible choice that Esmeralda ends up with him, even though he loves her, because it, they have to stick to some level of basic realism with it. And it really got to me. The animation is beautiful. The music is great. It does have rough edges for, to me, that just makes it the more appealing. And I have to say, it was my number two for a long time, but the more I thought about it and the more I rewatched it, it just stopped up there and got past Beauty and the Beast to become my favorite. Like I said, I do know it's not a perfect movie, but it is perfect for me. Go ahead, Bowman. Yeah, uh, this is my number uh, five, I think. Uh, there are movies that I have below that are better than The Hunt, Rack, and Notre Dame, but uh, kind of similar to Nazario, this is one that I personally just love. I think there are more flaws in this movie, and I will totally admit that this movie has flaws, but the stuff that is 
good is so good. The villain, amazing. Uh, I I love movies that have like a conflicted villain. Like, like this is a villain who thinks he's doing the right thing, and I think that's actually uh, a very fascinating thing. Like a lot of Disney villains, they know they're evil. Frollo always justifies his action, and I think that makes for a really interesting villain. Um, the atmosphere of this movie, the movie looks fantastic. I think the songs are really good, and. Uh, I don't hate the gargoyles as much as everybody else does. I think I don't like the fact that they're real. I would have liked them to be imaginary. Um, but overall, I think this movie is, is fantastic. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is ended up on two people's list. Um, I saw this movie probably when it first came out. Didn't love it. Uh, not when it first came out, but when I when I grew up, I watched it once and didn't hit for me. So I rewatched it today. I am fresh off a rewatch. It was the first movie I started with today. And uh, this movie's bad. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. It's bad. Um, it's not that I absolutely hate this movie. Um, I think Furlough or Judge, uh, Judge Furlough? Furlough, yes. I think he's amazing. Uh, honestly, one of the most terrifying villains in any movie ever. Um, I think the Bells of Notre Dame is one of the best opening songs of all time. I think it yeah. is fantastic. The problem is the great character stopped right there and never continued. I think Quasimodo, not great. I think the voice acting is bad, in my opinion. Not great. Um, I think the... Uh, like. The funny thing is they even say a line that it took me 20 years to find the Court of Miracles. It took me 20 years? Man, you're a terrible judge. You did not look that hard because they found it no problem. Um, it's just the story doesn't work for me. It's very it's very dark, and I that's not a problem for me, but it's very creepy as well. Like, judge is, like, creepily, like, I will not burn you at the stake if you marry me. Like, okay. Yeah, so I don't, it smells her hair and like uh, it's creepy it's so creepy i don't like this movie it's not gonna be i think some of the songs are good but i don't think the top the three like good characters you're supposed to root for are so unappealing for people and i don't like it the gargoyles i thought okay it's just a disney animated movie there that, that wasn't even one of the problems it was the main three the main three is the biggest problem in that movie and it just doesn't work for me at all um and he turns into a superhero at one point, which he couldn't barely move at one another point. So it's really weird. Um, Tim, Cam, didn't have it on your list. Why not? Go ahead, Cam. Uh, man. I watched this a mere few hours before I watched Mulan. And it's a good thing I chose to watch Mulan second. Um, because I, I, did not, I did not like this movie. It's like the music... The music in this movie is so good. Like, Hellfire is great. Bells is great. Out There is fantastic. And then, like, you have the central story and you have the villain, which, and, like, the villain is great. And it just doesn't manage to, like, work for me. Like, Quasimodo is supposed to be a likable character, but you really do just find him weird and annoying and creepy at points. And then, like, the gargoyles, like, like they're not bad. They're just so out of place that it doesn't work for me. Uh, 
the animation distracted me a lot on it because it changes back and forth in terms of quality a lot. Um, and then, like, the story feels so rushed where it's like, Esmeralda's missing. We have to find the, the underground city of gypsies. Oh, my gosh. We found the underground city of gypsies. Oh, they're going to kill us? Oh, no. Esmeralda's here. They're not going to kill us. Oh, look. Frollo is here now, so the city of gypsies is pointless, and we've been here for two minutes. Great. And it just, like, it just keeps, like, jumping from point to point without like developing it yeah no i i didn't like this movie i didn't i uh... i could never tell all right guys uh i don't like to rush the show but let's try to make this number one i know you both are very passionate about it so talk about it let's uh get it moving so cam boat whoever wants to take the floor your number one is what i'll start yeah go for it um so yeah i'll I'll try to be quick Um, I think that the the best thing is Lilo and Stitch. The best thing about this movie is the dynamic between Lilo and Nani. I think it's one of the most realistic human relationships, and I think it's Disney's best child character, which is something that Disney doesn't always do very well. They either get him too whiny, too perfect, too bratty. Lilo is perfect, realistic. She's a real kid. The comic relief, fantastic. Dumba and Pleakley work great off of each other. Stitch is an incredibly designed and incredibly rememberable character. Did you know that Ohana means family? Um, that's a deep cut reference. Anyway, I think Lilo and Stitch is kind of perfect. Yeah, no, this movie, this movie, as, as soon as I went, I saw the topic, I was like, this is my number one. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Stitch is such just a fun, likable, enjoyable character. The story is fantastically written. The relationship between Lilo and Nani is incredibly and is so, like, real and fantastic. And putting it in this situation where this sister has to take care of her younger sister and threw away, like, essentially gave up her, like, life and her goals and aspirations so that she could take care of her younger sister is, I think, brilliant. Uh, Cobra Bubbles is a dope supporting character. Uh, You've got David, uh, who is just funny... He's just, like, a supreme himbo, uh, not on a Gaston level, but he's up there. Uh, it's it's about a girl who has no friends and then gets the weirdest, strangest possible friend and finally finds a person who understands her, but that person is an alien. It's great. It's great. Um, Nazario and Tim, did you have Lilo or no? I had it at eight. I had it at three. Okay, okay go ahead and talk about Nazario. It's a... Uh... It's a really beautiful movie. It's like a perfect little oasis of old school animation in what was beginning to become a sea of CGI at the early 2000s. Uh, this movie came out like really close to Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo made, made more money, which is just a real, really sad statement on human interactions, I guess. Uh, it's, made, uh, it's made with so many like color. The, the watercolors look so pop. They pop really beautifully. The animation is great. And my and my favorite memory from it is the time that Lilo just tells Stitch, like, do whatever you want. And then he builds, like, a little model city of San Francisco just to destroy it, Godzilla style. Every character in this movie is, is lovable. Even Gantu has, uh, has a really f- uh, fun couple of moments when he's frustrated because of how Stitch keeps getting away. 
it's a, a lovely little film. A lot of I love the message about family. Introduces one of the best characters in Disney lore, which is uh, Stitch, and Lilo doesn't go far behind. She's in fact the best kid character. It's, it's an amazing, loving little movie, and I I really really love it. For the sake of everyone else, I agree. It's great. It was my number eight, but I love it. I also hate that. Uh, multiplex, also known as Caleb Coho, steals my Ohana joke with Paul. Uh, you weren't there. You can't claim it. Um, but yes, uh, somebody famously told Paul that Ohana means family. He's from Hawaii. It's fantastic. Um, uh, yeah, the movies. Uh, this is one of those movies that I think is tied with Emperors as one of the funniest movies of all time. Uh, I said it before the five times a day with a brick. Um, still. Still, if I'm drinking anything, I will spit it out. I still think it's hilarious. Um, I think the whole scene about feeding the fish, uh, that scene, can't be some fish. That's an abomination. Uh, it's fish. <laughs> it's so good. Um, overall, the characters the is like uh, the whole thing with the mosquitoes and Jumba, and like it's just it's so it shouldn't have worked. It should have been a B-rate movie that went right to. DVD and released or on a TV show and they went with it and it worked out perfectly. It's in my top five. Um, it's one of those movies that have burst up and I didn't think when I watched it as a kid, it also has a lot closer meaning now with uh, like my personal life. So watching it with my kids, I had a whole new respect for this movie. So Lilo and Stitch is a perfect movie, honestly. Um, so I'm going to add that Disney really thought that this was going to be their B movie for the year because they pushed Pressure Planet a whole lot more, and boy, did they pick the wrong horse on that one. I, I will, I will cede that point. Yeah, yeah, I hope you would. Okay, so guys, thank you. We reached to the top of final list. Uh, not bad, under two hours. I appreciate yeah. it, right? I'm um, sorry for having to speed up. Um, so first overall, um, the winner of your list. Oh, the combined list. Sorry, we do combined list first. Combined list is at number ten, Tangled. Ugh. Number Thanks. nine, Moana. Ugh. Eight, Alice in Wonderland, not in Chance of Hell. Seven, Emperor's New Groove. Uh, six, Mulan. Five, Aladdin. Good heaven, Lord. Hunchback is four. Uh, Lion King is three. Lilo and Stitch is two. And Beauty and the Beast is one. I'm really okay with that one, two, three. That is not bad. Of course, Lion King, I wish I was higher. But overall, I think the list is strong. Two weak points. Um, all right, overall, the winner of your list sucks this week goes an A-, and it goes two. Timber Collins. Yeah. I sure knew it was Tim. Let's go, Tim had, baby. Tim had the one week slot of Frozen 2, but he put it in the seven range, so that's fine, and that's more of a personal pick than him claiming that it's the greatest film to ever live. And he would have literally, he pretty much walked my one, two, three, four, and then uh, Lilo and Stitch is a little lower, but Emperor New Groove is close. So, fair. Uh, a change happened. A change did happen during the shoot. I was going to beat Boatman, but I ran my mouth. Cam, <laughs> Cam was in second, and then Boatman with a B plus. Boatman is now in the lead for uh, terrible conversations about the ending of the Lion King. <laughs> no, the end is good. It's just yeah. about twenty minutes. <laughs> Mute him. Thank you. Uh, next is a B minus. Was a B plus. Is goes to Cameron Holtzman. Cameron oh, Holtzman had it. Lost it. The one week part was really uh, Big Hero Six Planet. and Treasure Planet, but Treasure Planet was the biggest weak point because <laughs> yeah. I like I knew that when all I the movies. 
So yeah, fair. And last place, not by a lot, not by a lot, but it dropped a huge heck of a lot with those rude comments. Because Hunchback was your one, and that's disrespectful. Pinocchio, not a chance in hell. I'd watch that. Alice in Wonderland, eh. Jordan Stone, I respect it, and Robin Hood. Um, thanks, guys. That's the show. Coming up next week, I have. I don't remember. I think it's ensemble movies. I think it's ensemble movies. I'm going to go with ensemble movies. No, I was wrong. <laughs> April 1st, best superhero movies. Please send me your list for best superhero movies. It should be a grand time. Uh, yeah, so let's celebrate that fool's day together. Uh, ensemble movies is next. Again, if you do not what ensemble means, please do not send you me your list because you can't go on. Like, there are so many weird choices that I keep getting. Like, like I like Wind River. Don't consider it super ensemble. Like, <laughs> yeah. My favorite ensemble movie is Logan. Don't add me. Yeah, like, <laughs> My favorite movie is the Ryan Reynolds film Buried. April 15th, uh, we have overrated 80s. I think this is the one I've saved the longest for because I think it's going to be the most controversial and the most uh, angry. I'm actually looking for a temporary host for that episode because as somebody that did not grow up in the 80s, I want somebody to have like a love and appreciation for those. So yeah, Kirk Bryan. Ooh, Mike might be a really good one, but I don't I think he'd just say fucking stupid the entire time, but maybe. I don't know. Have uh, you seen second, that man's letterbox? <laughs> yes. Second, uh, April 22nd is space movies, not Star Trek, not Star Wars. Space. Real deal with space. Please put it in there. Um and yeah. Well, and April oh, uh, 29th, war movies. So, yeah, if you don't know what war is, again, don't send me a list. Uh, don't be mad if I don't put you on the show because it sucks. I don't know what to tell you. Um, make better lists or make lists that I can actually be angry at. If you go to your – listen, disclaimer because I got a little bit of time. If you go into IMDb Top 250 and just pick the best movies off that list and send it to me, I'm not picking you. You may have a correct choice, but I can't put you on the show because I'm like, hmm, I agree. Mm, I agree. The show's boring. You got to have a passionate list, and you got to be actually stand up for your list. So it's called your list yeah. sucks. It's called your list sucks. Not your list. I'm gonna praise for two hours. So please do something a little bit better than that. Okay, that's the show. See you later. Bye bye. Well, I'm funny. How? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. God. Eat shit. How's that? Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. Smug smile. Definitely eat shit. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. You can't handle the truth.